a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we uh, move towards the top of the hour, of course, it's it is Mental Health Month, Mental uh, Health Awareness Month, and uh, we've been talking about a host of different things uh, in that space. And in particular, a lot of folks are just kind of weary coming out of the pandemic and trying to get back to some different activities. And it's a good time for us to to do a little check-in and a check-up on our mental wellness and very uh, thrilled to be joined today by Dr. Gray Otis. Uh, he's a licensed uh, clinical mental health counselor with a PhD in counseling psychology. He specializes in uh, trauma resolution. Uh, he's also the former president of the American Mental Health Counselors Association and was the uh, primary author of Key Core Beliefs, Unlocking the Heart of Happiness and Health. Dr. Otis, thanks for joining us today. Hey, hi, Boyd, and it's Gray. You know that. Great to be with you. <laughs> we will go with Gray on this. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll suspend all the titles for the moment. Uh, you've spent a lot of time with, with folks who are kind of been in that weary space. People are trying to emerge, and uh, as it is Mental uh, Health Month, we really want to focus on some things that we can all begin to do, uh, as we, especially as we move kind of back to some normal activities uh, outside the the pandemic. Uh, in your practice, one, what have you seen uh, in terms of some trends coming out of it? And then uh, what should we be doing about it? Well, the biggest thing, of course, has been people have felt more isolated, and they have been more isolated, and that's been a real problem uh, for all of us. And, uh, and things are finally loosening up, and we're going to get back to some kind of uh, regular uh, routine, and that's important to understand. You know, I've been listening to your program uh, today, and I just wanted to comment. You know, I love uh, this first comment about uh, Senator Sass's uh, legislation. It, he says he recognizes it's imperfect. And in terms of mental health, that's important. We're all imperfect. It's okay to be imperfect and not be so hard on ourselves, and especially as we kind of resume our, our normal activities. And so I love that part about Benjamin Lenick. It's not about losing sight. It's about you know, an inspiring vision for himself. Yeah. And that's what we all need. And then working with police and, and just recognizing our friends and our neighbors who happen to be in law enforcement can be um, such a positive thing for them, but it can be a positive thing for us. So mm. great program so far. <laughs> I would just say the two most important things are the things that are important all of the time. First off, we all need to take care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, in in relationships, in any other way. And secondly, we need to know that we can enjoy positive relationships, that we're engaged with others, and we're just having a good time. And, you know, there's some things as we come back into this more normal routine that we probably ought to 
well, focus on a little bit more routine. Things have been a little bit loosey-goosey for the last year in so many ways. And routines really can help our mental health and wellness. Oh, that's such a great point. Uh, that, that There is something to the, the discipline of a routine that I think does allow our our brains to say, okay, I don't have to stress about all those other things. I've got this routine, so that's going to give me some certainty into my day. Uh, and then I can start dealing with some of these uh, these other things as well. Uh, so let's start with some of that some of that self care and some of those uh, habits and and disciplines we've got to get back into if we're really going to be functioning at our best. Yeah, uh, a couple of things that I've been talking with all of the people that I'm dealing with right now and working with um, are the common ones, and they don't you know you wouldn't think that it has much to do with mental wellness and well being, but sleep. Uh, we've we've had disrupted sleep patterns. We go to bed at different times. We don't have to be at the office at quite the same time, and so. But we all need seven and a half hours of sleep, and right around that, give or take maybe thirty minutes. And we need regular sleep times, and we also need sleep sleep routines. In other words, if it's normal for me to go to bed at about eleven o'clock, well, about ten o'clock, I ought to be doing certain things that gets me ready to go to sleep. And uh, that can be as simple as just uh, having a routine, brushing our teeth, uh, going through those normal things that we do, and then get into bed and, uh, and turn off the lights and turn off the devices and, uh, and start to relax. And we can actually use some progressive relaxation techniques or other things to kind of get us in the mood, mood for sleep. For me, I just go through a little routine. Once I'm in bed, I go through a couple of things in my mind. And the next thing I know, I haven't finished it because I'm already asleep. You're out. So those are really, yeah, I'm, I'm already gone. So don't wake me up until seven and a half hours later. The other one that I think is so important is uh, what I call bilateral activities, and everybody else calls it exercise. But a bilateral activity is walking, running, swimming, cycling, anything that has repetitive right-left nature. Mm. And we've known for decades now that people that get out, do 20 minutes of that, now, five or six times a day, 20 minutes or more, uh, they have lower levels of anxiety and depression. Why? Because they're stimulating both the right and left hemispheres, or at least that's the oh, best we have from neuroscience. And indeed, that's why we need sleep, too, because we go through REM slight, uh, cycles, rapid eye movement sleep, and that's when we get a chance for our brain to process and resolve stuff. So these two activities physically doesn't look like it has anything to do with our brain, but it has everything to do with them. Really important. Uh, so vital. And I, I love that. Uh, I hadn't thought of that in terms of kind of a left-right sequence to that. Uh, that's uh, that's great stuff. Uh, we've got time to sneak in one more. Uh, and I think this is uh, one you often refer to as uh, time just for a good personal reset in terms of the positives and the negatives that we're looking at. Yeah, and that's really true in, in relationships. We're going to go back and have you know, uh, opportunities to interact with people much more. And there are probably going to be some of the old annoyances and some tensions. We need to kind of reconnect gently and focus on what is sometimes referred to as the five-to-one rule. Uh, and that just simply says that for every negative interaction that I have with somebody, I want to make sure that I have five, preferably way more than five, positive interactions. And that means if I got a little bit of a crossword or I've, I've looked at somebody a little funny, I immediately try to go back to the positives because this really makes all the difference, not only in our relationships with other people, but it makes us uh, uh, more, I feel more connected within ourselves. And we, then we can go on to appreciate their qualities 
and take the initiatives as we try to reconnect with people that maybe we haven't seen for over a year. So these are important things. I always like to say bring a little joy into somebody else's life. You're bringing greater joy into your own. Oh, fantastic. Dr. Gray Otis, uh, always appreciate your insight. And uh, Gray is just one of these people who gets it and understands what we all need to get to uh, if we're going to really be functioning at our best. And that best includes our ability to have a positive impact on others, uh, as Gray just said. And, uh, Gray, really appreciate you carving out a little time for us today as we go through Mental Health Awareness Month and giving us some great uh, tips and strategies to make sure we are functioning at our mental wellness best. Thanks for joining us. Hey. That's what's fun, and thank you so much for having me. All right. Again, that's Dr. Gray Otis, and he's a licensed clinical mental health counselor uh, and just someone who gets people in uh, a really powerful way. I, he's one of those people I look to say, okay, how is Gray processing all of this, whether it's pandemic-related or community-related? Uh, he always has just this ability to get to the essence of what matters most, and uh, all of those things are are absolutely vital to us. All right, that's going to wrap up uh, hour number one here on Inside Sources on a Tuesday. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, we have a lot more to come. You don't want to go anywhere. We're going to go live to Jerusalem next. Uh, Our guest, uh, University of Utah Professor Amos Giora, uh, who has been on this program before, talking about what's happening between Israel and Hamas And he is live in Jerusalem uh, in the midst of all of this. And he's going to give us an update coming up on Inside Sources coming up next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.